welcome to Nerd of Paradise. I'm your host, Kate, and you're listening to episode 30. This episode is going to be a fun one because it's going to be all about Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. So, yeah, Mr. Rogers. It's hard to think of a more iconic uh, symbol of our childhood for many of us here in America, at least. Uh, You know, that cozy sweater, the gentle, kind personality. It seems like, you know, people just love Mr. Rogers. And so on February 19th, it was the 50th anniversary of the show, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, uh, at least the American airing version of it. I noticed a couple of nice tweets about Mr. Rogers and I was like, oh, that's really lovely. Then I found out it was the 50th anniversary. Uh, so I kind of tweeted some more about that and I got some really positive reactions to that. And I thought, you know, this would be a really great episode topic. So here we are. Um, to get things started, I think we're going to play a special clip that we got sent in from Amy Wishman. She was one of the first ones to respond and I just loved her response so much. I asked her if she could record something a little more in depth and she was more than happy to do that. So I think that's a good way to kick this show off and get things started. So I'm going to go ahead and play Amy's clip. Hi, my name is Amy Wishman, and I grew up watching Mr. Rogers. I still, decades later, remember his kindness, his acceptance, and the way he talked to kids as if we were actual people. He addressed things that others didn't, like being angry, being afraid, being sad, being confused, as well as situations like encountering an individual with a disability, or somebody that looked different than you, or when your parents got divorced. And he just made your own heart a safe place to be and your own feelings safe and open to express. And I will never forget that about him. I think he's one of the greatest people that ever lived. And I think that he did more for kids than many of us can hope to do in our lives. So thanks again, Amy. Those were some really, really lovely sentiments. And it is just such a great way to start off this episode and you can feel free to follow amy on twitter her handle is at amy wishman okay so fred rogers his full name is actually fred mcfeely rogers i read that on wikipedia and i was like is that for real mcfeely like with someone like mr rogers apparently it is his real name it was uh the last name of one of his grandparents i believe but anyway So Fred was born on March 20th, 1928 in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And it's interesting too, I heard from a couple different people from Pennsylvania area who had some direct interactions with him. So that's interesting. So I'm going to read a little bit to you from the Fred Rogers biography over at fredrogers.org. So it mentions how he earned his bachelor's degree in music composition at Rollins College in Winter Park in Florida in 1951. Uh, Right after that, he was hired by NBC to work as an assistant producer. So he did some TV stuff. Then in 1953, he moved back to Pittsburgh. He produced a show called The Children's Corner, um, which had music and puppets. 
So it was on the children's corner that several of the regulars on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood made their first appearance. Some of them were Daniel Striped Tiger, X the Owl, King Friday, the... Oh, I don't read Roman numerals. Is that the 13th? Henrietta Pussycat and Lady Elaine Fairchild. And then during off-duty hours, Rogers attended both Pittsburgh Theological Seminary and the University Pittsburgh Graduate School of Child Development. He was ordained as a Presbyterian minister uh, with a charge to continue his work with children and families through mass media. So I thought that was pretty interesting. He went on to create a program for the CBC program in Canada, which was dubbed Mr. Rogers. No spaces in between there, just Mr. Rogers. Uh, So that's where he made his on-camera debut as the host. So then in 1966, he incorporated segments of the CBC into a new series, which was distributed by Eastern Educational Network. And this series was called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. So it was in 1968 that it was made available for the first time through the National Educational Television, which later became Public Broadcasting Services, or PBS. So the show itself was a 30-minute format. It started with the iconic opening sequence, which I think I'll just walk you through that real quick. Okay, so we start with the logo over the low production model with the trolley in the little city, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. The trolley is going along towards his house, presumably. Uh, Zoom into the tiny house. We see a yellow traffic light blinking. Uh, It's panning across his house. In comes Mr. Rogers. He's wearing his work clothes for the day, so he walks in the door, takes off his jacket, hangs it up, picks up a cardigan that's in that same closet, uh, holds it up to the camera, uh, puts on his iconic little sweater, zips it up. Then he takes off his dress shoes and puts on some tennis shoes, ties them up, throws the dress shoe from one hand to the other, puts on his other tennis shoe. And the episodes would often include tours on factories, interviews with friends, and of course it was punctuated with a puppet segment. Uh, we mentioned some of them earlier, so that was called The Neighborhood of Make-Believe, and I definitely remember that. Just the puppets, you know, there was the king guy, I really remember him a lot. There was castles, um, there was the trolley that would go along. So one thing I found really interesting was Mr. Rogers' decision to just uh, be himself and not create a character for this. One of his quotes was, One of the greatest gifts you can give anybody is the gift of your honest self. I also believe that kids can spot a phony a mile away. So what a gift Mr. Rogers gave the world. 
He was himself and he showed us how love and kindness really can make a difference and change the world. So one thing um, a lot of people have been thinking about with Mr. Rogers, whenever we have a terrible event in the news, there's a image that tends to go around a lot with a quote of his. So I'm going to read that quote right now. It says, when I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news. My mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. So I've seen that so many times, sadly. Um, it just seems like we see so many terrible things happening. But this quote seems to bring a lot of comfort to people. Mr. Rogers just provided so much comfort for people for all these years. And there's a great story to go along with that. So I want to share this Twitter thread from Anthony Bresnikin. He tweeted this last year, uh, an amazing story that he had of a personal encounter with Mr. Rogers. So I'm just going to kind of summarize it a little. So basically, he grew up in Pittsburgh as well as Mr. Rogers. Um, as an adult, he runs into him on an elevator. He kind of tries not to freak out, uh, but he kept it together. And then he says to Mr. Rogers, I don't mean to bother you, but I want to say thanks. And Mr. Rogers smiles. Uh, and he says, did you grow up as one of my neighbors? And he opens his arms, lifting his satchel for a hug, and he says, it's good to see you again, neighbor. So Anthony Bresnikin got to hug Mr. Rogers. He mentions to Mr. Rogers he recently stumbled on the show again when he really needed it, and he thanks him for it. Um, and then he, he motions for him to sit down, and he asks him, do you want to tell me what's upsetting you? So he goes on to tell him how he had lost his grandfather. And then Mr. Rogers was telling him about his grandfather and a boat the old man bought him as a kid. He tells him that you'll never stop missing the people you love. And that um, now he didn't have his grandfather or that boat that he gave him, but he had his work ethic and the knowledge that the old man encouraged him with the gift. And he said those things never go away. So finally, Anthony says thank you. And he apologized if he made him late for an appointment. And Mr. Rogers simply tells him, sometimes you're right where you need to be. So that's a pretty amazing story. Thanks for sharing that with everyone, Anthony. Would have been awesome if we could have got Anthony to tell it himself. But you'll have to go and check out the entire thread sometime because it really is a great thread. Um, and it just really goes to show what an incredible person Mr. Rogers was. It wasn't an act. He was so genuine. He was the real deal. Mr. Rogers obviously affected so many lives with his lifelong work in television and helping children and also adults. So it was definitely fitting that he should win the Lifetime Achievement Award for the daytime Emmys in 1997, and he gave a very memorable acceptance speech for that. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that. Oh, it's a beautiful night in this neighborhood. <laughs> so many people have helped me to come to this night. Some of you are here, some are far away, some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. 
would you just take along with me 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are, those who have cared about you and wanted what was best for you in life. 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. whomever you've been thinking about, how pleased they must be to know the difference you feel they've made. You know, they're the kind of people television does well to offer our world. Special thanks to my family and friends and to my coworkers in public broadcasting, family communications, and this academy for encouraging me allowing me all these years to be your neighbor. May God be with you. Thank you very much. So I could go on and on about how amazing Mr. Rogers was and all the things that we learned from him, but for this episode, I think I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But I do want to mention a few more things. In January, it was announced that there would be a biopic about Mr. Rogers, starring none other than Tom Hanks. So definitely count me in for that. It looks pretty interesting. It's about a reporter who's tasked the assignment to get to know Mr. Rogers and write a profile on him. And he's a little cynical going in, but he ends up having a life-changing experience. So definitely keep your eyes open for that. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Another thing to watch out for is the documentary that's going to be released later this year called Won't You Be My Neighbor that has actual footage of Mr. Rogers and it got very good screenings at Sundance so it looks very interesting. So definitely keep your eyes open for that too. I'm sure Mr. Rogers will continue inspiring and promoting peace and love and kindness for many years to come and we are definitely thankful for that so that's gonna do it for this episode um sorry for the lack of episodes lately you know how that life thing goes but be on the lookout now for some more episodes i'm having a lot of really good ideas for episodes And I'll be going to FogCon again, so watch for an episode on that. One other housekeeping thing, I noticed uh, for the last episode on Star Trek Discovery, I didn't have it on the RSS feed, so if you subscribe on the podcast apps or anything like that, you might have missed the Star Trek Discovery episode, so I fixed that, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that. Be sure to say hi on social media. Uh, on Twitter, that's at N of P Pod. Um, we are on Facebook now as well, Nerd of Paradise. I'd love to hear more thoughts and tributes about Mr. Rogers, and maybe we could read some of those in a future episode. <laughs>